Welcome back to Beauty Marks Podcast, a space where we embrace our marks acquired through our journey. My name is Elizabeth Savion, and welcome to another episode of this podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. That all helps to grow this podcast, and I would really appreciate it because September is a very special month, and it is my birthday month. And so this episode, I will be doing a Q&A and just a little live chat as well. And I am in a different room, as you guys can see. I am back at the OG of room that I started with at Hi Hello Labs in downtown Orlando. And um, in every room, you can see that there's a different vibe, there's a different ambiance here and to make sure to reach out to them for any content or video podcast needs they also have an event space as well which is amazing growing and all their information is down in the show notes below so on today's podcast episode i did like a link like a not gonna lie link on my instagram and i feel like people get really bold on there because when you can send anonymous things i feel like people actually ask you real questions versus when you have just like a regular question box and so i had a few questions come in and just a little update um for you guys so the first question was worst advice you ever got and I feel like the worst advice when I really think about it is follow your heart I feel like your heart can be very deceitful at times and sometimes like you don't want to do things I feel like follow your gut if anything um and then also the advice of forgive and forget I feel like you should forgive and I believe in forgiveness but forgetting I feel like is not wise because I feel like remembering and maybe having to set some boundaries with certain people or cutting off because all those things that ex- that you experience with people are also lessons and ways to kind of make sure that it doesn't repeat again and also the last I would say worst advice is um, get with someone else to get over someone because that is something that even my grandma would say and I think that's like terrible advice I feel like that's not the way to get over someone you just carry what you went through with someone to someone else. And I was talking to a friend about how people just like can't stay single like after they get in a re- get out of a relationship, but it's like you think that it's the person, but it's really working on yourself to figure out what caused it or what was um the reason that you guys broke up in the first place. So I feel like it's very important to take the time. Best decision you've ever made. So number 1 for sure is following Jesus. I am glad that I, from a very young age, was raised and and learned the values from my parents, but also as an adult, giving, you know, coming back to God after some things that I went through, but also um, therapy, going to therapy and working through my own trauma, my own struggles and things that I have been able to share with you guys. Starting this podcast, Beauty Marks Podcast is one of the best decisions that I made because it has led to all the things that I'm doing today. And I feel like if I wouldn't have started in my room at home in 2020 I wouldn't be here and so I'm glad that I took the leap and did it the other thing I would say that I'm very glad that I did was get out of my toxic relationship because that would have stopped me from being here today and doing the things also that I'm doing today I also think that that caused so much pain and I wasn't in so much pain during that time that that was like my world, you know, being in those toxic dynamics. Also, another good decision that I made was staying single and healing. Because of that really bad advice that some people tell you, I feel like taking the time and really like figuring things out for myself, um, figuring out what I need, what, how I wanted my life to look like, my own hobbies, like having a full life has helped me to feel secure in myself today. 
versus I feel like if I would have just continued going to different relationships to seek that validation or that comfort for myself. This one was a really good one. It was, what do you do when you feel left out of friend groups? And first of all, I would say feel the feel because it hurts. You feel maybe a little rejected. You feel like what's going on. Maybe you feel a little bit confused. Um, Maybe if it's a first time it happens, you're like, okay, like they just didn't invite me. But then if it's consistent, you kind of, you know, it starts making you feel some type of way. So I would say if those are your close friends, definitely have the conversation because those conversations that are can be like confrontational can actually sometimes save friendships or relationships and so it's worth asking like hey like I feel like you know I have not invited any anymore or like you guys are doing all these things so I just want to know if there's something that's going on and if they say no it's not that case but you still feel that distance so I would say to then at that point Feel the feels, but also maybe create a space for yourself of inviting other friends together because like we all need connection. We all need people around us. So it's maybe making your own circle and your own space for that Um, and understanding that some friends, you know, like they're just for a season Um, and sometimes we're also like in our head about things. So maybe that intention of that friend is not that they're taking you out. It's just because of seasons or things that they start doing together that mean that they're getting closer in a certain way that don't go with you. So it's so sometimes we take things very, very personal when that stuff happens. But I would say first ask instead of assume and then also create that space and that culture of connection with other people as well. So you also can distract or do something else instead of like focusing on like, oh, my God, I wasn't invited here. Another question was, do you ever sense competition from your friends or other people in your life? At this moment, no, but I definitely always pray for discernment. I know I've been there and I've talked about it before, like when I'm not happy with my life or I'm kind of going through certain things, like it's very hard for me to be happy for other people. So it's also self-check for myself. So it's like those people that celebrate with you when you're doing really, really good and they're also with you when you're doing not so good. I feel like those are great friends to have and you guys can support each other. But when you start kind of feeling like, there's people that are not genuinely happy or they're not supporting or not help uh, or not there for you in the times when you're doing really, really good. That's just something to like watch for. But I also think that that's a personal thing that I don't think it's always like for us to be like, oh, they're jealous of you. Like, I just think that it's like their own personal struggles and journey. So I currently have a great support system, but I definitely know that I have been in spaces where I feel like I had to dim my light or not be myself in those locations or spaces. Are you looking for someone to date right now? So I'm assuming this was from a gentleman, but if you are listening to the podcast, yes, I am definitely open this month to date. I got back on the apps and that has been its own little struggle, but um, I took some time off and I'm back and I genuinely want to meet someone organically or in just regular social settings because I feel like I've gone out to I went like to a singles mixer and I met someone and you know we connected here and there but it like didn't really go anywhere and so I don't know it's kind of hard to meet people in real life but I'm open to it so I'm trying to like look up more and look around and be more intentional and that goes into the question of 
the next one that was tips for meeting quality guys and entering the dating world again. So I feel like that's where I'm at. So I feel like first going to different social events because you're not going to meet someone just being at home. And if you're like never around people, it's very, very hard. And I was talking to Viv, which is helping here behind the camera today. And we were talking about that, that sometimes like it's just we think like an old school like God is just going to send someone directly to our door. But it's like realistically nowadays you do have to get out and you do have to go maybe meet someone through someone else or you do have to get out of your comfort zone a little bit versus when you were maybe younger that you were like in the same youth group or you were in college together, you were doing all these activities like as adults, like we unless we put ourselves out there to do hobbies and, and go out, we really don't have connection or even maybe with your coworkers. I think you have to be a little bit more intentional and realistic when you're trying to date to be like, OK, how am I going to meet people um, doing things that you enjoy if that's going to the gym or taking classes or salsa classes or like doing something that you enjoy for yourself and then looking around to see like is there anybody here um, and also you know going saying yes more to like active um, social activities so like networking events or friends getting together birthdays things like that that you can meet people through other people and I also feel like you have to have a really good mindset when it comes to dating because if not it does feel very depressing and it does feel very just negative because you're like how am I ever going to find someone everybody sucks and even though I have had my share of um, experiences now that I'm like okay yeah this is not the the funnest thing and I, I would love to meet someone organically but I definitely feel like you have to try to be open and around people in a support system that are kind of like giving you some good advice instead of telling you like every guy's the same or you know uh you're just too picky like I feel like it's like trying to be around people that are positive about and excited about your dating is a little bit better and also knowing when to take breaks because like for me I was dating earlier in the year then I kind of got a little bit overwhelmed and also had some personal things that I had to like work through and now I feel like I'm at a better headspace so I can go in um, more curious more open more excited versus feeling like overwhelmed or being like oh I hate this so much so definitely making sure to Put yourself in that space where you feel better about dating is important and also making sure that you have a good support system because it's funner like it's funner to talk with your friends um when you're out and you're like okay look at look at who I'm matching you know or like who look at who I'm talking to like it's a lot more fun in community as well so better mindset go out and also be curious what keeps you organized so for sure planning my week in advance I am definitely like a planner so having my calendar a physical planner to plan out my weeks and then honestly setting like a realistic routine or schedule for the week because I feel like I used to try to set myself up for failure and then you would feel discouraged with making sure to organize yourself or you would over schedule yourself. So making sure that you have um, you take the day either like on a Sunday or on a Monday, however it works for you, where you can be like, OK, this is what I have during the week. This is what I need to do. And these are like my spaces or areas that I have for myself or um, this is when I'll be working on this. Like all of that helps to not feel overwhelmed. Do you hang out or talk to family related to your abuser? Uh, proud of you that you didn't let this change you in a bad way. And so I'm assuming that they're talking about 
the child abuse that I talked about earlier this year. And I made an episode with Sueli as well when it came to navigating um, trauma in your adulthood and healing through that. And so currently I do not talk to them, but that took many, many years to do so because it was kind of like very normalized and um, I wasn't like validated in that. So they would always be around, but now I'm able to have better boundaries with them. And for me, that's why I said about the forgive and forget. I don't believe that because I feel like there are some people you can forgive, but they just never have access to your life again. And it doesn't mean that you have resentment towards them. It just means that that relationship couldn't reconcile and you just let it go, you know? And there's people that also have done harm that I feel like you shouldn't put yourself in that position to be put through the same thing again. And so I have um, forgiven and I have healed through part of that um, childhood abuse, but I also feel like I'm okay with certain cutting off of certain family members. I feel like the healing has allowed me to also not feel resentment towards them. I just feel like pray for them, wish them the best, but I'm not going to be put in that position. Who is your enemy? And I don't think I have enemies, but I think there are people that you just, because you're cutting people off or you have certain boundaries that aren't in your life anymore, maybe there's some thought that people think because you don't have communication with them, you're resentful towards them. I think that literally you can forgive someone and never talk to them ever again. And I think that that's the way that I have um, that has worked for me. And so I pray for them. I wish them the best, but no, I do not have an enemy. Uh, are you close to your parents? And so, yes, I'm very close to my parents. Um, I feel like we have grown in our relationship over the years because there was a little rough patch we had in my early twenties. And so they are definitely, we've evolved, we've grown together, we've learned and we've grieved together too this year. Like I shared on a previous episode about navigating conflict or things that have come up. And so um, I feel like as an adult, you see your parents differently. You have also compassion for them and you get to kind of be real with them in a different way as you get older versus when you're younger. And so I really appreciate my parents and yeah, grateful for them. Biggest red flag for a girl. So I'm guessing it's like from a guy of a girl. So I would say personally for me, mean girl energy is just not it. For me, I feel like girl women that are like rude or like bullies, which there are a lot of adult bullies. Um, I would say that that's something that's a really big red flag because I feel like that shows up in your friendships, your relationships, how they treat their partners. Um, and so it's definitely something to watch out for. And then when it comes to biggest red flag for a guy, I would definitely say it's like arrogance because it's just there's something about that that like when you whiff that it just can't go back so someone that like just thinks that they're above everybody or entitled or they're better so then it makes you feel like as a woman like you have to prove or you have to earn something from them like I just feel like that's just not for me um and that's just something that like for me is like a red flag um, also maybe also someone that is very rude as well, or they feel, I feel like that comes with the entitlement or the pride that they feel like they can treat people however they want. That is just not my cup of tea. So my favorite food is hundred percent Mexican. I love Mexican food and Mediterranean food. So cava and bosphorus. And then I feel like my Mexican spot is agave azul, but I'm sure that there's like many other really, really good ones here in Orlando. And, um, my favorite movie 
it is very I feel like I love comedy rom-com and drama like kind of like depressing sad movies that is my jam <laughs> and because I I don't know why I was talking to my friend the other day and I'm like I feel like I will watch a movie knowing it's going to like tear me to pieces and I'm like okay with it I'm like I'm gonna cry this is my time versus other people they like don't want to put themselves through that I feel like for me like I want to feel what the what it feels like in the movie like I feel like I'm in the movie like I feel it that hard so like I'm crying in a movie um so like the movie life itself it's really good it is a very sad tale of a family but I feel like the storyline of it is so good and it just keeps you very entertained and also the proposal stuck in love love that movie um Brittany runs a marathon that one's a really good movie um she's not that into you that one it, that's like my go-to like when I just need a really good laugh I just watch that movie because I feel like it's just the rom-coms of like 2000s to 2010s those are my jam so I love those movies and my favorite drink currently I definitely am either a water or an iced coffee drinker so this happened this weekend that I sh I rolled up into my local Starbucks and as I roll up and I roll down the window, she's like, hey, Elizabeth. And I'm like, <laughs> like, I literally looked at my phone like, is there like a sound? And she's like, you know, we see like the regulars and like it says your name. Like, I know your name. And I'm like, she's like, I think you have like a coffee addiction. <laughs> and I was like, um, well, yes, I am here very, very often and I enjoy my morning coffee. So thank you. But it was just funny because I'm like, how do they know? Like, are they tracking me? But I guess because they see the same people every morning, they recognize their name. The next thing would be for them to know my order. So they can just be like, is it the regular? And I would say, yes, it's the regular. Except now I do the brown sugar oatmeal shake and espresso with the pumpkin cream foam because it is fall season. Even though I feel like it's a little bit early for fall in Florida because August was extremely hot. I think that now like with everything, September is like a vibe for fall. Like I feel like September, October, like now I switch over to the fall stuff. So I like the pumpkin cream foam and some, you know, pumpkin things. So I'm excited for fall for sure. Um, but I also am like, this is something that a lot of people don't know about me, but like I can drink water with anything. And so I'm not like a juice or like a, like a drinker. Like, so it's like, I don't have to have like a glass of something. I feel like it's either like my coffee in the morning and then I can literally drink water for breakfast. Like I can drink water with anything. And for some people that's so weird, but I think that there was a time that I went like no soda, no juice for like a year. And I feel like it trained me to not need something to drink. So now I literally just have my water. And so when I do have like an occasional like soda or juice, it's like I just feel so full and I'm like and I don't drink the whole thing. and I'm a very slow drinker. So it's either that or that. So the last time I cried, I think from today, like if I think about today, I think it was like last week. But then I when I recorded my episode that I posted this week, um, definitely cried through that one. And then I watched a movie, which I'm telling you that I feel things. I watched Blue Beetle. I think that's what it was called. And it was like a DC like um, superhero movie. And it literally had me 
bawling. Like I felt like it was about family and it was just so, it was really, really good. Definitely recommend it. Definitely family friendly. And I cried with my popcorn, just me at the movies. And I really enjoyed it. It was really good. Least favorite house chore. Personally, I am all about women empowerment, but when it comes to taking out the trash, I definitely feel like that is not not a woman's job. I'm like, um, how I live with my parents still. I'm like, dad, I just keep, I'm like one of those people that just keeps like stashing the stuff on top of like the recycle and everything. And I'm like, ooh, there's space for one more. So the trash is definitely not my forte. And then like the bathroom scrub day, like when you have to scrub the bath and like clean all that, I do not love it. Um, I feel like my favorite is honestly laundry. I know people dread that, but like laundry day is fun and washing dishes like when I can't. I use a lot of like plastic stuff, so most of it goes to the trash. But um, I would say laundry is my jam. The worst habit I have is probably how many times I pick up my phone subconsciously. Like I feel like, you know, you know who is your worst person that will call you out is actually your phone because there's on the settings, you can go to like your daily average time of like your phone um, engagement. And so it breaks down per day and per week. Like what's your fa What's your most used apps? How long are you on the apps? How many times do you pick up your phone? How many notifications you have? Like it literally goes through everything. Like it has this thing knows everything. It literally called me out and it said, Liz, why are you picking up your phone so much? Like why? Like I feel like subconsciously I'm like, oh my God, it's buzzing. Because I always have my phone on vibrate too. I like never have it on sound on. And so I just feel like I'm always feeling it buzz. And I'm like, Okay, so I definitely want to get my screen time down. I think between Instagram and TikTok, those are the places that I usually spend my time. Um, and so I definitely want to get that down to a more reasonable time. But I feel like also what I do is on my phone most of the time. So maybe that's my excuse, but I definitely am on it a lot. Something that a lot of people don't know I would say that probably that I am like the jokester of my family. So even though, which I'm working on that to like let out my real self sometimes, but I definitely feel like in public spaces and all of that, I am definitely more reserved. I definitely like step back and I am outgoing, but that part of like my real self, I feel like I feel like that with like my closest friends and my family. So I am usually like the jokester um of the family we love to do like pranks with each other we love to like you know banter and all of that and I feel like I have that kind of relationships with my brother-in-laws too like we're always trying to scare each other or like just call each other out on stuff or roast each other and that's like me being me and so that is something a lot of people don't know that me and my brother-in-laws yeah we roast each other we're like like you have to be a certified roaster to be a part of the family and you have to be able to take the roast as well. And sometimes we get a little too personal and sometimes we get mad at each other and we're like, you went too far. Absolutely not. Or you catch each other on the wrong day. But it's a lot of fun. Now I know like to do the anonymous option instead of the more general because I feel like people actually ask you more raw personal questions through there. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, got to know a little bit more. And so as a gift for my birthday, I would really appreciate if you guys go on Apple, 
put five stars, leave a comment. If not on uh, Spotify or if you are a YouTube watcher, you guys can subscribe to the podcast and thumbs up. And that will help all for us to grow this Beauty Marks podcast community. And I appreciate you coming every single week to listen to a new episode. Share this with a friend and I will see you guys next week.